Yo, what's good, man? We're back with the Straight Out the Damn podcast. I'm your host, last name Good. Uh, thank you guys for listening again. Uh, for those that are just now catching on, make sure that you subscribe on iTunes if you like what you hear. Uh, rate and review. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody. All that good stuff. Uh, so last week, you know, we had this detailed conversation about, you know, um, exposure, what does real exposure looks like and where to spend your money at and all of those things. And uh, very engaging conversation. A lot of comments came through. Uh, people seem to enjoy that episode. And um, thank you guys for listening. And I appreciate the feedback. And we want to continue that dialogue uh, today. But what I'm doing today is, um, as you know, I, I, I am the host on the Good Hennessy Show with the homie uh, Westside Jimmy. And we do that show every Monday night at 7 p.m. Um, on LiveHipHopDaily.tv. Uh, however, sometimes we have guests that come in and just really give us a great episode and um you know i'll you know bring that information over here to you guys to listen to and uh, we had a guest by the name of dj okay the general um aka dj hadouken and um man he just really laid the foundation on the dj world and uh, that the promo game with the DJs and and explaining where you should spend your money and if you do spend money with DJs how your money is being spent and I just thought that'll be a great conversation to have here on, on this platform um, so uh, I do want to get into that before I do that I, I do want to tell you guys about a new sponsor that we have here uh, for the podcast um, so shout out to the legal um, EQ app uh, legal equalizer uh, I actually have a, a, a very close relationship with them. I went actually went to high school with the owner um, and developer of the app. And, you know, we've we've been having these conversations for a while and we know the climate, um, not just of where you may be, but in the climate of the U.S. in general, uh, when it comes to police brutality and immigration laws and, and things of that nature. And, um, you know, the worst situation to be in is to have something like that happen like get pulled over by the police and not really know your laws and, and your rights um and just acting off of emotions so uh he him, him and his team came up with a cool app it's uh the legal equalizer app so look i tell you what um like if you ever encounter with the police or, you know, if you have immigration at your door or anything like that, or if like you have an emergency situation, you should download the Legal Equalizer uh, app right now. So, look, it's a free app. It's free, completely free. You don't have to pay for it. Uh, but it allows you to alert your loved ones of your location in case of an emergency. So uh, I'll tell you quickly how it works. Uh, you download the app. You, you enable your contacts and then you just select which people you want to be notified. Uh, and once you do that, there's a button that says you know, text contact. So if you're getting pulled over by the police, you hit this button, it'll automatically text your location, tell all of the people that you pre-selected that, hey, I've been pulled over, or hey, um, the immigration, wh whatever the case may be, it'll automatically alert those people with your, your location and the reason why um, you're alerting them. And, and they'll have that information so just in case something pops off that you're not, you know, you want people to know, you want your close family members to know, you want uh, your wife, your girlfriend, um, brother, sister, whoever, even co-workers can have that information. You pre-select who you want to be notified. But look, just go right now. Uh, it's available in the App Store, um, Google Play, Apple uh, App Store. You can go there and download it immediately. You'll get help immediately. It's, it's a great thing to have. It's also like um, things like if you have any certain situations, 
Um, you can record your interactions like you can literally record what's happening via camera and audio. Um, you can contact an attorney in real time. So it's, it's, it's a great tool to have. I have it downloaded on my phone. Um, and trust me, you should download it on yours too. So, Hey, straight out the damn family. If you want to be very supportive of the straight out the damn podcast and also help yourself at the same time, download the legal equalizer app in the Google play and, uh, Apple place apple um app stores uh, it's very simple to do just go and search legal equalizer you'll see it'll be the first one that pops up so like i was saying today uh, we're going to have that conversation uh with dj okay the general now i'll tell you before we get into that conversation jimmy and i we we talk about a very important topic to us at least and, and we we get into the conversation about can albums be considered classic if they don't age well very like i think we talked for maybe about 20 or 30 minutes on this topic but it's something very serious to talk about i know like right now we are in the midst of um eminem is dropping an album and so you know my inner circle we talk a lot about like hey man like some of the eminem albums just didn't age well like i can't really go back and listen to them and so we took that conversation from a group chat and had it on the platform, the Good Hennessy Show, and I'm bringing it over here to the Straight Out the Damn podcast. And so that's going to be first, and then immediately after that, we bring on DJ OK the General, um, and he has a very great conversation about DJing and how your money is being spent if you do decide to spend your money, and whether or not you should spend money. Uh, very, very dope conversation. So you guys sit back, relax, and listen. Uh, hopefully you enjoy this episode, and if you have any questions or comments, uh, ideas or topics that you want to discuss, be sure to text us at 404-900-2876. Once again, that's 404-900-2876. Hey, man, what it is, what it do? Good morning, everybody. It's the Breakfast Club, Power 105. <laughs> Stupid. DJ hey, and me. No, man, I don't, I don't claim Charlotte and God, Angela Yee, and it's shout, shout Freaky, Freaky, that. Freaky Friday. <laughs> What's up? Hey, shout out for the inspiration, man. But this is the Good Hennessy Show. Word. Man. Live hip hop. Already, already. I'm last name good. This guy right here uh, with the, uh, what, what do you call that? Blood Orange? That's the scent, man. Blood Orange, man. <laughs> Westside Jimmy, Jimmy Hennessy, man. What's good with you, brother? Man, everything good, man. Hey, man. So we've been having like great conversations off let, camera. Let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to get into it. We're going to get right into it. So y'all see the question of the week, man. It's like uh, classic albums. Can classic albums. Can we call albums that don't age well classics? Well, I, I I I guess not. Guess not. So what? Like we had a couple of examples we was talking about. Like, and we we gonna try not to talk about Eminem on this conversation. We are gonna leave Eminem out of it. Can we do that? Why is that? <laughs> I just don't think. I think he's the top artist that well makes songs that don't age well. Right. 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 Okay. See, age going there. Age going there. Man, shout out to Eight Mile. That's my favorite you know, Eminem <laughs> song. I still play it. Dope movie. Dope movie. No, the movie's good. The movie. I mean, the reason why I say let's leave M out of it because I think he's been the topic of all of these discussions when it comes to like his music not aging well. That's uh, is that fair to say? I guess that's fair to say. So I want to use some other examples. Okay, that's so, not Eminem. So we had a couple more examples. We did. And uh, Luda came up. Luda name definitely did come up. Luda name came up. So we ain't really going back. We ain't going to leave here and pop in Luda first CD like it just came out. Nah. And get that same feeling. Nah. Why is that? Um, I'm going to blame a lot of it on 
the production at the time. Okay. The production at the time was like super thin, experimental. I, I felt like it wasn't. On your head, man, you ain't hear all them instruments in that beat? I ain't just talking about like instruments, bro. I'm just talking about just like songs wise, they were just okay. Like if you go back, like back for the first time, I think that was the first album. Mm. Like if you really go back and listen to that album, bro, like really go back and break it down, he probably had about four songs on there that really mm. held away. I wish I had my um, my other phone so I can like bring up the track list. You on your Kevin Gates shit? Two no, phones? I just got, I had a, <laughs> no, I had a old iPhone and I upgraded my phone, but I already paid for that old iPhone, so I kept it. I ain't traded in and got no $50 for it. I did the same it. thing. I'm like, I'm going to hold on to this. I'm like, no, you can't so give what me. did you get? What, you got an eight? No, I got a uh, seven. Oh, this right. was before the eight came out. Oh, okay. This was like, you know, before they announced that, and then they bring out the eight and the 10 at the same time. You know how that Shout goes. Shout out my dog, Tori. Tori said his first album is definitely a classic. Definitely is a classic, right? Okay, so that's what he said. That's what he said. Shout out to you for listening and paying attention. I appreciate it. But here's my thing. Oh, What's that? Man, watch out. I don't even know who that is right Drew, now. Joe, explain yourself before I even put you on blast. Already it's, know from your facial expressions. Yourself. What do you mean by that right now, Joe? You must be saying some outcast. <laughs> Bruh. Because I said the same thing. No, he said outcast first album. Oh. Let's, let's see what he mean, though. I want to see what he talk about. Yeah. While we wait on him to respond. Yeah, um, I could, I could elaborate on that. that okay, first album. on, on the first though, album. So the playlist is kind of like music. The first album, okay. it's like you said with the Luda. If you listen to it now, the beats and all that really ain't ain't rock. Like it can't mix with what's going on right now. That ain't that ain't what classic is. I mean, why not? It, it, that we can still continue if if the shit come on the radio, it still flows with whatever's going on. If Southern player list and Cadillac Funkin' Music come on the radio right now, nigga, I'm all is that Southern player list? Like, Cadillac Funkin' Music. Easy. Yeah, it's group. See, he know it. He know it. Yeah. Right. Uh, Set the temperature in the room, bro. Set the temperature in the room. <laughs> All right, all right, now y'all see what just happened, right? No, 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 but no, 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 no. Okay, so check this out. This is what we just did in the room for people that's watching, right? We started some lyrics, the room finished it. Yeah. To me, that's that's part of having classic material. Right. Right? Now, if you go back and listen to some, so what was the other? We said Luda. What was the other album we said? Said Nelly. Nelly. (laughs) Nelly. Now we can sit here and act like Nelly wasn't the hottest thing. Nelly was that thing. He wasn't hot, but we saying cla- he has no. a classic song. No, but the whole album. What's what's the next joint off of that album? That's what I'm saying. Like he had he had an album full of hits, but if you go back and listen to was, that, um, what's the Nike shit? The Nike, the Air Force Ones. That was on that album too. Nah, that's no, 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 that was um, that was, that was Nellyville, and Nellyville had joints too. Though we had Where was e. the grills. Where the grills on? No, nah, yeah. With no, the grills, no. the, the grill song. That, that was album. that was second album. Okay, that was that second album. We might could talk about the second album, right? Because the first album, tell me another song. Other country than, grammar. Um, country if you grammar. want to take a ride with me, and then okay. when it don't, that's the first album. That was on the first album. That was Damn. the first album. Yeah, that was saying like like he had joints, man. He sold thirteen that shit million. Sounded good to be back then. I thought that was something. No, no, it was forward. He was he was being. But if you go back and listen to that whole album, though. It was some stuff in there that just didn't hold up. Yeah, y'all, hey, y'all going through in the comments, man. I hate it because oh, I can't even. I okay, don't even Dro, have it. I think Dro got it mixed up because Dro said put on elevators and it's gonna ride every time I swim. Oh, okay, he so, okay. Uh, Dro, that's the second Outkast album. Oh, 
Dante said 50 Cent. Mm, which 50 Cent album? Which one? Because I feel them, but I want to know which 50 Cent which album you're talking about. Though, which album? Because seriously, I got to get my laptop up because y'all bring up all this stuff and y'all definitely chiming in. So look, I do feel them on the 50 Cent though. Get Richard Die Trying's classic. I don't care what you say about that. That you turn that thing. You can on. go with the next one after that too. Absolutely. What's the one after that? What's after the ma- well? I don't know though. Massacre has some stuff. Massacre Candy was Shop. The second one, right? He had some stuff on there though that you like just a little bit. Classic uh, Candy Shop. Uh, come on, bro. Like, come on now. Mm-hmm. Wait, just a little bit was whack to you. You ain't fuck with that. You can rock with that right now. Bounce over bad. That was whack to you, huh? Mom's over back. Yes, it was terrible. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't. We doing hip hop. That shit is EDM, man. That shit was EDM. That's, That's not hip hop. That's EDM right there. So Uncle Luke went hip hop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man. Man, age terrific, man. My head said, "Don't leave out P. Troy." I don't know why y'all don't never talk about Troy. Oh, Troy got it. I tell you, look, I was going through some footage the other day of Pastor Troy, right, that I had took. Pastor Troy did this for his performance. He did No More Playing G8, vice versa. What was the other joint? Um, We went, we was at that show together, I think. At the Union. At the Union. He did vice versa, No More Playing G8, and um, was it It's the City? Probably. I don't remember. All I'm saying is Pastor Troy got three records he can perform for the rest of his life. Pastor Troy got one of the best hip hop songs ever made. No more ever. playing GA. No, vice versa. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So y'all going crazy right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody just said, oh, let me get my comment straight. I, I felt like I saw Trap or Die. Somebody said Trap or Die went jumping. Mm. Y'all hurt my heart just then. That's the mixtape, right? That's the mixtape. I never got all the way through. I, I got on Jeezy at the album. Okay. Yeah. Although I had Trapper Die in my car. I'm gonna give people some leeway because Trapper Die essentially turned into Thug Motivation 101. Mm-hmm. Probably like four or five records was yeah. off of that. So I'm, a, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna I'm gloss over that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let that slide. I'm gonna gloss over it. But hey, hey, they coming for you in these comments. Though. I'm gonna go ahead and say that right now. Yeah, they coming for you. Camouflage. What Camouflage. we got? Tori said Trap or Die is a classic. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with that you. That is a classic, Tori. Camouflage. I heard the Camouflage song. But, but what they saying in the comments out. though? Oh no, they're just talking about you. Talking about who is this guy talking about? Uh, Bonds over bad. Who is this guy? <laughs> Yo, but. Yo, it's that's EDM, man. That's not no rap shit. That no, it was too. We got to go back and listen to his record. All right. Look, if it, if it went okay. for if it went for us being able to get shut down, okay. we gonna, we we would play these records, but we can't play them because they'll shut us down. Mob Deep. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. He just said so. Go ahead. Mob Deep. Well, of course, what? What they don't have a classic? Is that what you're telling me? No, no, they do have a classic. Okay. But we talking about albums that didn't hold up. So, like, which one of those albums you feel like is a classic from Mob Deep? A classic from Mob Deep? Yeah. Uh, the fucking, um, uh, the second one. I forget the name of the it. The second one with Shook Ones. And, uh, yeah. No, Shook Ones right. was on. When did Shook Ones? Shook Ones was the, the second We're not talking about their first one that's, like. Right, right. The Juvenile Hell. That was the first one. You talking, okay. We hit it from the back and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You talking about, damn, what the, the inf- wait, it's not even the inf- No, no, it's, um. Oh, I forget the name of the shit. 
I forgot too. Do we consider any computer right there, guy? I got yeah, yeah. You do right. we consider any juvenile albums outside of Four Hundred Degrees a classic? Nope. Outside of Four Hundred Degrees, I can't say so. Yeah, I can't say so. Songs though. No, yeah. Four Hundred Degrees classic. I'm. Oh yeah, for sure. All the I don't way care through. what you say. All the way through. You can always say that. So y'all gonna tell me Big Thomas was classic too? No, Big yeah, Thomas. Big I ain't never. Yeah. No, with, with, I ain't never. With, with, um, no, Fresh I can tell you right now. No, I ain't hear all of Big Thomas wasn't classic, but Four Hundred Degrees, yes sir. Four Hundred Degrees for sure. You see me, I eat, sleep. Come on, what I'm talking about. See, you just checked the temperature in the room. Just checked the temperature in the room, but there was one person in heat. Where you from? He from Cincinnati. You feel me? Just check the temperature in the room. That's all we got to do with. We want to talk about classic records. What Candace said? She said somewhat. G Code, hey, uh, now, hey, my boy Alfred Banks, he's from New Orleans, so he'll let her know. G Code, G Code was up there. G Code was up there, but it still don't have the same impact for degrees. I can go and listen to 400 degrees right now. Right now. Right now. Be good to go. Does Scarface have a classic album? Yeah. Which, of course. The Fix? Okay. I mean, I've I never heard these things. <laughs> what? You ever heard The Fix? D that's your homework assignment this week. Just I, go and listen to The I'll Fix. I apologize. Um, no, I'm serious. Go and listen to, to The me, Fix. To me, the latest one, not the one he just put out, whatever, the the, the one that, the, the house on the cover, the one before that, the Emeritus, I don't know how to, if I'm uh, even saying I don't it, think right? I heard it. Listen to that. And you'll be like, God damn, mm. this nigga's the best rapper ever. So, hey, hey, shout out to the homie Alfred Banks. He going in, man. Like, he said, Lasers from Lupe isn't classic. Mm. Lupe? Lasers from Lupe isn't classic. I ain't never listen. I feel you, though. I feel you. I feel you. Oh, yeah. And you said, like, Scarface, the diary. I forgot about the diary. Yeah, go ahead. Diary and the fix. Let's check them out. That's it. You can, I'm going to try. Yeah, you just check them out. For my homies. For my homies. Shit when he got bad people on it. That's shit. yeah. That's I don't think I, I can't remember that one. Check out Emeritus. I still don't know what you're talking about. So it's some Spell artists it. that we ain't yeah, talking yeah, about. Right yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead. Trick that dog. Y'all don't fuck trick that. No way. Yeah, the the album that's a classic is the one that got the food stamps. All right. Based so let, on a true story. Okay. Let's the, the let me ask this. This for everybody in the room. Then. No. That that, which one is that's, that? That's uh, thug, thug, yeah. Thug.com thug. or something, right? No, nah, that's the one. Yeah. Thug.com, yeah. that's the yeah. yeah. album. Definitely. That's a yeah. fucking classic. Dude. So, how do we define a classic? How do you, man? How do we define a classic? <laughs> Hip hop, baby. I don't know, <laughs> um, How do we define a classic? The EDM shit y'all talking about. Oh, no, no. Now, let's go. Forget about that. See, you was there and you went back. You went back. Look. So, how do we define a classic? We just defined a classic. The definition of a classic, it ain't even words. It's just that feeling when we just define that singing cast. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? All of us from different spots of the world. Right. But we knew that damn song. Like, right. That's what I consider like. Right. That's right. a classic. Timeless is what I want to use. Mm -hmm. Timeless music. A classic, let's see, a classic should sell well, stands the test of time, it has mad quotable shifted culture. Okay, I got you, Banks. Yeah, yeah. I said Nellyville was a classic. See, I think we had Nellyville, but we were talking about the first one. Yeah, we were talking about the first one. We were talking about the first one. Some but we were naming all the joints off of Nellyville, though. That's the crazy part, though. Marcus says some age well in region, but not globally. Mm. Okay. Let's explore that. Okay. Age well regionally, but not globally. Okay. What would be an album that aged well regionally, but not globally? I would definitely say, uh, I, I'll go back to Trick. 
That's a good one. I go back to Trick Daddy. I'll say this: We was talking about this on on uh, Facebook earlier. I say Soul Food. It didn't age well globally. I don't think I don't think the world got a hold of what how great of an album Soul Food is. So if if, if Good and Mob go to the UK for a, a little ten city tour, what would they be performing? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, they probably would. They probably would. Um, cell therapy. I, I think some records did reach, like right. cell therapy reached. Right. Like you, I just don't see you not knowing cell therapy. Right. But I don't think that album. You know, I mean, who knows? I ain't never been across it. Right. We talking about like what albums? So somebody made a comment saying some albums age well regionally, but not globally. That can't happen, man. That's a classic. Is that it? Don't matter where you go. People fuck with this shit. Right, right. No, we were just talking about what he was saying, though. We was trying to think of an album that may have done that. Because New York got a lot of albums like that, I think. Y'all, like, y'all have an area like New York, Jersey, Connecticut, that tri-state area. Y'all can be huge up there, and we don't even know who y'all are down here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, but that don't mean, because y'all so big up there, like, you can go up there, and y'all, y'all gods up there, but down here. I'm trying to think of an art a act like that that was popping up there that we didn't know about down here. You know what I'm saying? Because if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap shit probably wouldn't. No, we know on. that. We know so. that now. We 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 know that. Age, come on, Age, come in here. Age, come in trying to defend. Look, look. We know, we know. Sedgwick and Cedar, man. We know, man. Shout out to DJ yeah. Cool Hurt. We're like we we got all that. We know all that history. Feel Mob, in my opinion. That's that's a good one. Got classics. Shout out to Dante. A that's, classic, that's a good one. classic album. Maybe they have a classic song. I could go. With no, I'm talking about the first album, classic to me. What's the name and of the it? second one? What's what the name, name of, of the second Produced one? Produced by Orkney. I know the whole thing. Uh, from the Rooter to the Tudor. Oh, okay. Was that the second one? No, the second, second one from the Rooter to the No, no, the first song? one. The, um, no, it's not the one with the Whisper song. No, oh, you're talking about Yin Yang Twins. My bad. See, that's already a problem. Look at that. Yeah, you, can't even just, <laughs> you can't even tell these niggas apart. That's oh, your, that, hey, man. You're supposed to know that. H is bugging. H is bugging. Damn. He about to baby pull a TK Kirk. Who raised you? (laughs) (laughs) Most of Dipset. You say, oh, oh, that's a good one, though. Dipset. Shout out to AJ. So you say Dipset. You talking about like Dipset. They not regional. They they worldwide. They whole United States. Cause it's they fault that everybody's wearing all this tight shit now. So how you, how they not world? How they, how they <laughs> now that is Jim Jones did Jim Jones like. Nah, he, they definitely they're global they, they, act for yes, sure. Yes. Global act. Hey, Mike said. Uh, I don't know. Classics no, no, no. I don't think they. I don't think they have. I think we. I think we give. I think we give Cam more credit than we should. I'm just gonna go and say that. Yeah, we are gonna have to get more. I think we give Cam more credit for being a rapper than we should. It's point blank period. Mm. Debate me with it. Let's so, go. So wait, the, Let's go. You didn't listen to the new shit he got. I, I've li- I listened to the program. Mm. You don't fuck with it. It's not dope. It's cool. Mm. It's not dope. It's typical Cam. Right. I, like I said, we. I, is I, I mean, if you like Cam, right. it's typical he Cam. Change this. So that's my point. Why do people always want to force artists to change? It'll be like, yo, he's talking about the same thing. Hey, that's what the fuck we like. Mm. I I get that. I get it. That I mean, that's a valid he point. Hasn't changed. That shit sounds like it was in '92, even though it's still dope. But it sounds the same. Yeah, I mean, I think I think as an artist, there has to be some progression at some point. Like it, it, it just has to be progression. But, I mean, the flows are different. Maybe that's the no. Cam sounds just be, like Dipset era. It can't like be, um, when you say progression, right? He talks about different stuff. 
It's still hood shit though, but you know, a little different stuff. Yeah. You say progression, hey, we can hear when niggas progress, then they like, hey, Jay Z's talking about Picasso, you know, we don't give up. He's progressing. He's telling his I'm life. for I'm for that. Yeah, I love that. I'm for that. I'm for like on his behalf, but I think it's more than him, him, him just saying it. It's the fact that we believe and we and saying. we see in it though. We see it. Yeah, we see it. Yeah, like I'm so, I'm for that. I, I, I didn't speak to y'all last week, so then being that you brought up Cam, did you hear the Cam and May shit? Yeah, I heard him. So who who was better to you? Um, I I only count. Mace response and then the, the record that Cam put out after Mace response. Mm-hmm. Mace. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. The rhymes were better that Mace said. And on top of that, Mace put time into create. Like, I'm a very technical guy when it comes to music. Cam put something out like he recorded it in the closet. Right, quick. Like, he did. He did. On a, he on a did. trash mic, I'm just going to do it and throw it out. And to me, I heard, like, the first eight bars and then I zoned out because I was like, come on, bro. Like, you too grown. And seasoned in this music business right, to put out right, a record like that. You gotta, you gotta put into the fact that he was on tour and he said that's, that's crap. He said that though. Bro. He said, "Yo, the mix, we didn't mix it down and all that." I can make a better record right now with this microphone, this laptop. Ain't no excuse in 2017. Okay. I don't care if you've been on tour. Ain't no excuse. Like Cam, as much money as Cam say he got, any place you go in the world right now, you can go to a pawn shop, pick up a microphone, pick up a MacBook. Like it ain't no excuse to make it like that record now, sounded now like he was recording off a laptop. You know, uh, how microphone. about this? That uh, Mace has mad years to work on that. He could have been yeah. Right. So then that's that's another thing that shouldn't be fair. Yeah, but Mace put out a good sounding pro like the sound like no, I like both of them. But the thing is, this is is similar to the Jay Z Nas, as in Mace's version wasn't factual it's just raps to make it sound good yeah i mean well i can't i can't speak on i can't speak on if it was factual or not because i don't know them no i mean as in when you i I don't know them personally either but when you listen to the The interviews comments and interviews right dame dash talking like everybody talking after was like yo this is not real and you know the same shit like jay and nas yeah yeah it it could sway you if if you um if you care a fan would care but a casual listener, they don't, they don't care. About, care. Right, right. They don't care. So whatever sounds better. Right. right. That's yeah. that's what goes. So. Yo, we got a guest though. We got a guest. Word. We got Word. a guest. I want to bring him in on the conversation. This your guy, man. Yes, sir. DJ. Okay. But he said something different. Say it, go. You hear? <laughs> come through. Hey, cuss. come on, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> So we're going to start with the name first, and then we're going to get you in this conversation as soon as Jimmy come back from the bathroom. He rude like that. Um, so we going, you taking it all the way back. We're going all the way back with it. The name Hadouken, like for y'all that don't know, that's, hold on, I might get it wrong. What is, is it Street Fighter? What is yeah, it? Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Is that, that uh, Ryu and Ken, right? Yeah, Ryu and Ken. Yeah, yeah. See, I, hey, yeah. I, played, I played the game, man, when I was growing up, bro. <laughs> I played the game. So how did what I mean? What did, what inspired you to, to use this as as a DJ name? Number one. All right. So it, if anybody know, um, Hadouken in Japanese means a fireball. Okay. And when you think about Ryu, you think of a champion. You think of a beast. 
and a nigga who just really ready to go for anything. Like he not scared to to go against nobody. Even in Marvel vs. Capcom or you a Street Fighter fan or Capcom versus SNK, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just feel like to have this name means everything for a nigga who a beast and who just going hard. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we got that. And Jimmy coming back from the bathroom. Get him get him situated or whatever. Try to get there. I don't know. Hollywood Hennessy, man, I tell you. Hey, it's all good, man. So, hey, bro, so um, DJing, right? Yeah. When, when did this, the genesis of, of the DJing, when exactly did this start for you? I started DJing, my first name, this is crazy. Like, I, I had, originally my name was just DJ OK, mm-hmm. the Southern Menace. And the reason why, and I know that shit was long as hell, but that was my name. All of that was the name? DJ OK, the Southern Menace. Like, that's how it went. See, I was in the Southern Menace. I thought that was just like the tagline or something, but it was all, that was the whole name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot, bro. That's a lot. There you go, lot. Nah, reason why is because I was was a young little nigga. Mm -hmm. I was listening to DJ Smalls, and Smalls had Southern Smoke. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like Southern Menace. So it just went like that. And then as time went on, Niggas, niggas, uh, niggas started calling me uh the general because I just knew every part of the Midwest and the South. Because like, if anybody know me, I'm big with the hip hop market in the Midwest Southern region. Okay, like a motherfucker. Okay. So I just uh, told myself, shit, I'm gonna just go with the general, DJ OK, the general. And then recently, which next week, I'm actually uh changing my name to DJ I Do Can. So, so. I don't understand. I, okay, I do. I kind of understand the the switch up. What make you felt that you need to rebrand yourself? I feel like I need to rebrand myself because I've had DJ OK the General for motherfucking ten years, bro. Mm. So since I was fifteen, I'm twenty five now. I've had it for ten years, and I just think it's time for a change. And plus, like, if you go to my Instagram. 2015, I was walking in Atlanta with a fucking Chinese hat. Everywhere I went, I had a fucking Lord Raiden hat. So it just kind of just, it kind of just blended in and whatnot with the brand mm. and what I got going on. And I just thought, okay, that that wouldn't be bad to switch it all up. And I, I be wearing Chinese shit all the time, from the button down Chinese shirts to yeah, it's pretty much it. And I just rock it with with some joggers and some Tims. So pretty much, um, that's. That's that's what made me be like, I'ma change it. But originally, Hadouken was actually just a joke. Like I was at my, I was at my job back where I'm from in Tulsa, and I told one of my niggas, "Hey, bro, I'ma call myself Hadouken." And then niggas like, "Hey, bro, that shit funny." But as time <laughs> went on, I'm thinking, everybody say that. And then when you listen to battle rap, some niggas be like, some niggas will say, say a bar. To, since everybody likes Street Fighter, everybody remember that, the mm. Hot Dukin. So it's already a brand in the streets, but I think it'd be lovely to see a, a DJ Khaled, a DJ Drama with that name Hot Dukin and who really got the streets also. Gotcha. So, so I mean, you heard what we was talking about, man. You were sitting over there. You were chiming in a little bit beforehand, too. So what, what's your take on all of this? Like, can can... An album? Can we call an album that don't clap? Before before you touch that, I want to ask one question: Is you a part of like some type of uh, you know, like the coalitions or core? Or I don't know what they call them. You a part of a 
<coughs> DJ committee group or something, right? No. No, I thought you was. Okay. What made you? What made you think that? I guess I thought you was uh, cause see, were bigger. Well, the reason, no, 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 like I, I am kind of sorta because Tampa Mystic and Kingpin, they th- that's my aunt. Kingpin's like my uncle. I've been mm. knowing them since I was in high school. Okay. I was calling them to get no DJs. I've been dealing with bigger, but because bigger's so fucking old now, and he <laughs> <laughs> he got it the way he, he he if he see you and he don't see you, he gotta be you gotta be around him for him to know you. I've been rocking with bigger since he was like the CEO of uh CTE at the time in mm. two thousand ten. Okay. And when Big Homie Screw was still uh uh when he was out and shit. You consider those um, groups still like relevant? Uh, is that a way to go for artists today? If you got a bag, yeah. If you got a bag, I would say go for it. Mm. There's a lot of artists that I see that cool running DJs because someone put a right bag into the pockets of Tampa, Kingpin, or Bigger, they got somewhere. YFN Lucci's a good example. Cool America. I'm gonna make some shake. Like mm. them niggas put up the bag to be on a tour, to be on a road and get where they're at now. Um, even with Coalition, because Coalition did something with Future. They all had something to do. Core DJs. I mean, I'm not gonna be political. I mean, I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you. I- I've never seen Coalition. I've never seen core DJs break nobody except get someone on their feet. But there's a lot of DJs in that team mm-hmm. to really make something happen. But I don't I've never really seen nobody put up a bag and you see the brand of core DJs be a part of it. But then again, when you see Cool Running and Coalition have the DJs that really push, they're branded DJs. Core DJs have branded DJs, but then again, they have some DJs in there that's not irrelevant. They have radio people that's not irrelevant. But it's a it's a it's a hit that's a hit and miss deal. I'm mm. not downgrading nobody of those DJ squads. Cause at the end of the day, they all have something to do with the culture of what hip hop is going to, especially in the Midwest Southern region. Cause in these two regions, we are the main motherfuckers who have a DJ squads in like motherfucking fraternities. So what type of bag you talking about, cuz? Uh, you know that bag, you know that 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 probably four bands too. Depending on okay, now we speaking to the artist. So four bands, I'm pulling my whole four bands out my savings. That's all I got. What am I? Gonna, what am I getting in return? So we came with we Kingpin, bigger and cool running. Should you really gonna get the streets in the radio coalition? You gonna get the strip club in the streets of Atlanta? Mm. That's what you're gonna get. Um, shooting if you want to go regionally, shoot. Cause really, Coalition, Core, and Cool Running really got. Oh, and uh, 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 shout out to Big Hef, uh, Nerve DJs in the Midwest. Mm. So, I mean, if you really got the bag for these for these DJ squads, they're gonna do what they say they're gonna do. Right. And especially when you've seen their name in the streets and whatnot. But then again, like, the reason why I'm not part of a DJ squad now, I mean, I was. Don't get me wrong. Shout out to Stack of Starve. Uh, table man of DJs, etc. Um, I mean, 
I wanted to brand myself. Some mm. some DJ some DJs just be in there because they just need the support. Mm. And being part of a family is very important, especially as a DJ. Right. But to some DJs, they got a brand. Being part of a DJ squad is irrelevant because mm. if you got a brand, it doesn't matter. Think doesn't for matter. example, like DJ Chuck T, DJ Drama, Sense, Don Cannon. Very few DJs like them. Or if you want to take a New York, you know, Clue, Envy, K Slade, Green Lantern, they wasn't with no DJ squad. Mm. Them niggas had brands by themselves. Right. They didn't need no 40, 40 to 50 other niggas to help them out with what they doing. No, right. they been in this game for a while. They got the they been had the bag and they knew how to brand themselves in the streets to where trying to be a part of a DJ squad is irrelevant. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. So well answered. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, no, that's, that's a very interesting concept, man. Because like you hear about, and we we know of you know some of the the um, the different DJ. Um, I don't know what do you call it groups. Uh, I guess you can call it groups, but DJ we, squads. Squads. We we heard about it, and like you always want to know, like like Jimmy said, like what exactly am I getting for my money? Right. I really want to know. You know what I mean? Because are you really breaking my record? Mm. You feel me? Like, are you really gonna break my record? Or is it, you know? it, it, okay, I understand that, but here's the thing: like, and I, I know it got to be great too. I'm not saying like I have a trash record. I want you to break it. I want like if I have something of quality, and I'm paying you four bands. How do I know as an artist that that is really being beneficial to me? Then I would say you got to look at the you got to do the. I would say artists got to do the research okay. on on some of the DJ squads or or just see what the fuck is going on because. You don't want to be wasting your damn time. Like, you got X Squad DJs, you got Definition DJs, you got Go DJs. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you have, uh, and I'm just talking out of regions. So, Go DJs, Definition DJs, they run Texas, Louisiana. 18 DJs, they run Arkansas. Uh, core DJs run in the Midwest, they run Oklahoma, a little portion of Texas. There's some DJs around that way. And they run a little bit of Missouri to Kentucky um, and whatnot. Uh, you got uh, the Allegiance up in Kentucky and whatnot. You got fleet DJs that run the whole Middle Eastern. Boy, that, that's a lot of $4,000. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it depends. Like, if you, I mean, but it, it depends if you want to go with one DJ squad yeah. and whatnot. You just got to do your research because they're all, don't get me wrong, that, that does open the door for some niggas. Right. You know what I'm saying? It does. If you're a nigga who got a single and you want to move. Now, if you a nigga who got a cult base and you got fans like motherfucking Currency, Mark Battles from Indianapolis, like, if you got a cult base, then shit. I would say do a motherfucking album, put that bitch on motherfucking Spotify, my mixtapes, SoundCloud, and just get a fan base off that shit. You don't need no DJs yeah, for yeah, every right, song. Right, oh, for right. sure, yeah. You don't need You right, really right, don't. Yeah. You I, I, you really don't. There's some artists out there that don't need it. That like they really can get a bag off of just a fan base. What, what would be your advice to an artist that's trying to build, trying to go that route, trying to build a cult following versus uh, in and out the strip clubs, trying to catch a hit single, all that type of shit. I would say go to everything. Your A3C, your South by Southwest. Try to really get yourself established in that game, but really get on that Spotify and that my mixtapes. Um, and, and 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 I would say. If you are one of those artists that want to just have a cult fan base, I would say just, I would say just um, 
deal with DJs to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because these mixtape sites and shit like that, you kind of do kind of kind of go through certain DJs. Like Kingpin, the promo Vatican. I would say put up a little bread with the promo Vatican mm-hmm. or Coalition because we in Atlanta. And then the rest of it, shit, do your shit on tour. Not every de- not every artist needs this motherfucking DJ support. Mm. Can I ask you something? Because you're saying all that. So what? What? Give me a number. What's the What's the budget they should have? How much should they have in a budget to really do this? To really get out there? Because I know you gotta pay to play. So what's the budget that somebody should have? Realistic number. Realistic, right? Realistic. Okay, so I'll give an example since we talking about this. Um, the only people who really do like independent tours to really get niggas out there or to show their face, Bigger Ranking and Big Hef. Those are the only two niggas I really see that's like OGs, street A&Rs, and that really, it makes sense. Uh, I was just telling your mans over here, Big Hef is from Cleveland and he broke T Grizzly, M-City. Um, and whatnot, and uh, I say uh, Dej Loaf, um, and he has something to do with Lil Dirt to a certain degree. Um, before everything got switched over to Don Cannon being the AR, but they do their own little mini tours. Mm-hmm. Big Half will probably do it in the Midwest and the East Coast, bigger ranking will probably do it in the South, go to the Midwest, and probably the East Coast every once now and then. For a nigga who independent who's like, man, you know, I just want to go on a little tour. I want to get a little something popping and shaking. I would say do it with them. But that shit going to probably run you to to three. Three bands and all. Okay. Because you're going to a 10-city tour. Okay. 10, to, 10 to 15. So let me ask you this, right? As somebody that has put on, well, we've been on a couple of tours ourselves, right? Self-promoted tours. What's the benefit of my three grand going through them? If yeah. I'm doing a 10 city tour. So, I mean, I'm just doing numbers, right? So if it's three grand, I'm going to 10 cities. We're looking at 300 a city. What kind of, who am I in front of? hotels and all that? When you say we're going on a 10 city tour. So that uh, means yes, it, it, does, it, do, it, grand, it does mean do that. I have to pay for my hotel also. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the three grand is paying for the, it's paying, it's paying for that. Like, oh, okay. yes, yeah, it's, it's paying for that. Right, right, right. But. Bigger will go to the radio station. Mm-hmm. Hef will go to a radio station, a big radio station. Like, so you can do your interviews, gotcha, get in tune gotcha. with the city or the niggas who got who's the you know the OGs of that certain city. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, uh, like for for instance, you being from the two two nine to go down to Val Dalston and shit like that, Albany and go fuck with Chill Will and all them niggas and so mm-hmm. forth, just to get that 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 touch and then go do that and go do that show. That's how they do it. They'll probably gotcha. do probably two radio stations. Probably go fuck with the streets a little bit. Right, right, right. You know, it's something that they know about, which nine times out of ten, ranking got everybody. And Hef got everybody. So it ain't like you just going to a city and just doing a show and then, hey, we on, we gone. Okay. Gotcha. Three ain't bad. I was suspecting a little bit higher than that. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. That ain't bad. Like, okay, for instance, in all reality, YFN Lucci, I hated his first project. Because there was no original production and whatnot. I'll tell you this now. If it was not for ranking, Lucci would not be on. Lucci would be another street nigga in Atlanta just trying to do this rap shit. Because he stuck with ranking and the bag was right, 
and everything really started moving and uh you know what i'm saying everything just got perfect that's the reason why and that's an example of somebody doing of somebody getting on from from a motherfucking dj a dj supporter or a squad but in my my opinion you don't have to go to the djs either i think sometimes the ogs who run that squad if you got a relationship with them niggas there's no point of going. It, it, there's no point of trying to kiss ass to thirty DJs. Mm-hmm. Who one nigga might be a lounge DJ, one nigga might be a mixtape DJ. This nigga might be a radio DJ, but he can't really play your shit because he yeah, you got he, need, he need a bag or something to really try to just fuck with you to a certain degree. You don't know if this nigga really run the city or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of them things. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and don't get me wrong. Every city got their politics. Mm-hmm. Every city that I could say in the Midwest and South got a politic. But at the end of the day, if you know how to move in your market and you know how to either have that one single that's pushing mm-hmm. or have that caught fan base, you're good to go in this game. Mm-hmm. You are good to go. But if you want to be solo dolo and you want to figure out how to just do this by yourself, I would say A3C, South by Southwest, being um, Music Fest, music, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, exactly. Damn Music Fest, shout out to Damn Music Fest. We just gonna go and throw that out there. There we go. There exactly. We go. So there we go. You know, what I'm saying things of that nature, just to show your face and right, just to right. get out there and really just get fans off of that. That that's good too. That's right, good too. Right. Cause not everybody, like I said, not everybody gotta gotta beg to the DJs. You know what I'm saying? So this is value information, man, because I know that I know some artists out there do they want to know how. Right. right and right. and you know, um I hate like for instance, I hate going to a website and wanting to maybe pay for a service and they don't got the price up there. Mm. Like that irks the shit out of me. Right. You know, like that's why I asked you how much of a bag you're talking about, because that's some information that ain't put out there either. It's like, damn, well, how much? You know, well, okay, well well this is the thing, like it ain't going to one DJ. It's going to the brand to do what the fuck they got to do in their pockets. Coalition, I think, is a good example because, like, it's small, but it's Atlanta. They are they are Atlanta in, in all reality. But the thing about it is they got at least four to five fucking OGs that run a strip club that's been with labels and that's doing their motherfucking thing for real, for real. So to put the bag up with them and just be like, yo... I want to get something shaking, but I want like y'all to, you know, I don't want all y'all DJs in, but I really want y'all to really just get me out here. Like this will work. Three three bands to them is going to make them, oh, what what you need? Ah, okay, cool. We'll put you. All right, all right, cool. We'll put you. All right, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do. Tony Neal, he'll do the same. But the thing with Tony Neal is if you put up the right bag with him, He'll get you on your own tour. He'll get the DJs to support. But the thing about it is, is your brand, are you branding yourself worth it? Like, for example, that record. Not to cut you off, but I was going to ask that. When, when I'm hearing you talk, it never comes up about if the music is good. Mm. Okay, I'll get to that in a second. Yeah, I'll, get, like, I'll yo, get to that in a second. It matter because we talking numbers, so it's like, yo, I come with three bands and it's like yo we could do whatever and the shit could be shit but we still go do it you know what I'm saying which is fucking up that's to me how hip hop is fucked up right now because of shit like this okay 
I'll get to that. That'll be my. I'll get to that after the next the next one because that is. I'll give you a reason why I believe it's an issue, and and why it is how it is to a certain degree. Um, I'll give an example with, with the tour shit with with Tony Neal and Core DJs. Uh, do y'all know that record? I stay getting that work from California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another killer that's showing love in California. We had the yeah. producer here before. Mr. Um, Hanky. Mr. Hanky. Um, okay, so Colonel Loud and uh, Enrico Barino, they did a whole tour all around the, all around this motherfucker. They they was everywhere. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, is like that was all core DJs, and Tony Neal just basically broke down everything of where they should go. And they just put up the bag for it and did what they need to do. Because in all reality, the California record, let's be real- realistic. It's Dolph record. It, it, well, it's, no, it's not Dolph record. <laughs> no, I'm saying. But it's two, it's two Carolina niggas talking about California. California, which right, is crazy. Right. Was like, it's two Carolina niggas talking about California. What I'm, what I'm saying about that record is, if you ask people, though, who remember, who they remember off that record, Dolph. they remember Dolph. And T.I. Like that record to me worked more for Dolph than it worked for um, Rico Barino and Colonel Lau. Were Colonel Lau because Rico, I know Rico, he writing, you know, he doing his his one too. But don't nobody remember Colonel Lau. Yeah, like just because they didn't have a follow up, maybe. No, they didn't. They didn't. Thing, they right? didn't. But when they put up the bag, that's what made it interesting. That's what made it be like, okay, this is cool. These niggas gonna go because I'm telling you, the, their tour was ridiculous. It was like a, it was a three, four month tour mm. all around the U.S. And it was all because of core DJs and really because of Tony Neal, because Tony Neal didn't really push, put, give. He gave core DJs a chance to, to see the vision, but the vision was really pushed with Tony Neal. And that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you might need the OGs instead of kissing a, a, a DJ's ass to be like, Cause let's let's be a realistic man. Some DJs is being the man just because, and then there's some DJs who are putting on for that motherfucking city. Right, right. Oh, like who really putting on for for the area? You know what I'm saying? Who really just they not just being in the clubs? They doing showcases for artists. They putting on for that city. They might mm-hmm. be collabing certain artists in the city to really do their thing and really show that love and that in that hip hop nature and that culture. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I think it's just one of those deals where you sometimes you got to go to an OG to really just get shit cracking. But a Colonel Loud, that record, uh, you said he put up a bag. That ain't no three thousand dollars. No, in my belief, in my belief, in my belief, this this is just me. This is this is what I'm I'm assuming. That 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 move must have been a good fifteen. Basically saying, if you want to go national and really get on the major radio stations like a V103s and all the big radio stations, it got to be more than three thousand. No, I mean that shit more than fifteen. I was like now, more than fifteen now, now, radio. Okay. That's a different ball game. That, that is a different ball game. But what they did was radio. They, what they did was radio in a tour, so people can see who the fuck they were before this record California came out. Oh damn! I never even saw these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did a yeah, video. Yeah, they did a video. It was cool. It was all right. But the bag to just get on the radio and just get a little support from DJs and people and just to hear the record and, oh, okay, I know this song. That's three bands. Okay. Now, to really get that heavy push in that little mini tour, that not that national tour, I would say that's five to six. But what Colonel Loud and Rico Barino did, 
that's 15, without a doubt, I would say. Because that was, like I said, that was a full month. So you got niggas who don't really need a beer from core DJs. You know, yeah, we believe in the vision too. But because we got this a piece of this bag, you know, that's the only reason why we're here. Hmm. And then on top of it, you know, we doing all this other stuff, but that's the reason why we're here. But once this is all done, you know, once Tony Neal say it's over, it's over. Okay. Once Bigger Rankin said this is over, it's over. If you have a limited bag and you you don't know where to go to I'm, after that. I'm just trying to get all this information so that I can convince her to put this bag on the nigga. That's all. But uh <laughs> yeah, what's 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 up, man? What you got? No, no, that I'm was gl- valuable. No, I'm saying that I'm glad we went in that direction because uh that's you know, the indie game is a very difficult game. Mm. You know, I mean, it's a game. It's definitely a game. But when you're talking about dealing with DJs in that aspect, like, that's something that people just don't know. They just don't know that part. You know what I mean? So that that's that's good info. And, and Well, you got to understand, like, nowadays, if a DJ is not branded, like, if, if he's not branded in the streets or he don't got to brand himself where he, he's known for – breaking records or he's in he's in every single circle like it it doesn't make sense Hmm. it doesn't make sense and i get i get it that people have an issue with d i get it why artists have issues with djs because some djs might be arrogant some djs might not want to be in tune and not give a fuck and not care and 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 you go to another city and then them niggas trip that you didn't Hmm. go to them but when you was really trying to rock with them now they tripping for instance, here's an example. In 2007 and 2008, uh, St. Louis, shout out to the 314 and the 618, East Boogie, Dirty, was good. St. Louis had an issue. Artists had an issue with this. There was Dirty DJs, like, what up, Dirty? Dirty DJs. And Dirty DJs had the radio, they had a club, everything. But you had to pay for every fucking thing as an artist. If, I'm not going to say the DJ, I'm not going to say DJs in particular, but... If a DJ was in a radio station, you had to pay that nigga. If a DJ was in a club, you had to pay that nigga. That shit is aggravating, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I paying this nigga and that nigga? And y'all part of the same DJ squad. Like, I'm not getting mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Y'all part of the same coalition. I could put up a bad artist. Well, we all we all men. We don't see it different. We all see di- we don't see we don't see the same. So we not we not doing that. So every nigga gotta get paid different. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. And there's some DJs, DJ squad, many DJ squads that are like that. Niggas got to come together and have the same mind, especially when a nigga putting up the right money for them mm. to keep their coalition alive. So you want to know what happened? Later on in 2009 and 2010, uh, shout out to DJ County Brown, DJ Shock, um, uh, Tef, uh, Tef Poe, DJ Tab. Later on down the line, you had Hitman DJs of the Midwest. When Bigger Rankin was uh, ran uh, CT and he was a CEO, he made Hitman DJs. Hitman DJs was, had, was running the radio stations like crazy. They, in, the, in 2009 and 10, they at least had 10 singles booming on air in different markets. At least, I say 40, 40 different city markets. So the thing was, Dirty DJs was getting, was getting dry. Hitman DJs of the Midwest, it was probably like seven to eight DJs. And these niggas was clashing in the city like a motherfucker. Like a motherfucker. They was clashing, going head to head. Like when I say they was beefing, they was beefing. You couldn't tell a dirty DJ, hey, let's do this. Nah, fuck you. Hey, dirty, a dirty DJ going to Hitman DJ of the Midwest, it would not happen. It was turf blood for real. It was, it was raw. Um, another DJ squad that I can say that was big and it fell off 
and none of them had the same compliance. But if you talk to DJ Screen, you talk to Chuck T, the big DJs, they were all a part of it. Hustle Squad DJs. Hustle Squad DJs was big from 2005 to 2010. It all fell down and collapsed when the main nigga, I'm not going to say his name, if you was part of Hustle Squad, you know what time it is, when he fucked up the bread and everybody didn't accumulate and had the same ordeal, that DJ squad failed. And they was a big, multi-thousand dollar DJ squad that was really in the game, but a lot of DJs wasn't compliant, certain DJs left that were branded, that had money and it was doing their fucking thing, but the main nigga who ran it wasn't communicative with everybody, so that shit failed. I remember running. I used to run around with Hitman back in the day. Who? Uh, just the squad, Big Nick, part of Hitman and uh, Casper. And that's how I got the relationship with Bigger, too. Um, but do you think that, because I remember back in the day, niggas had these DJ conferences. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers was literally paying $3,500 to rap on the stage. Not even that long, but... Now that I think about it, because I always thought about doing it, but I could never really make it make sense because I never seen nobody come up from that. Okay, so it doesn't. That was the hustle back then. That's mm -hmm. what that that, that was the hustle. That was my question. That that was the hustle back then. But I ain't gonna lie, like it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. If it ain't no big festival or if it ain't a major conference, conference. That everybody and mama going to, I I don't see you paying that shit, bro. Just go up there and network. And whatnot, and just get in tune with people face to face. I wouldn't be paying no nigga that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Why? Because when niggas do that as a DJ squad in all reality, they trying to pay for the venue. They trying to pay and do whatever the fuck they gotta do with that squad to keep that shit irrele- uh, keep that shit elevating. I would say what coalition do, but that's not my business. That's not my fraternity. That's not my. I mean, we good, but I'm not gonna speak on them because that that's the that's their family. I fuck with that family, but that's their family. I used to wonder how, you know, we, we would kind of complain about how back in the day record companies used to rape us and do all mm-hmm. this and shit. Then we turn around and do the same shit. Well, I'm saying that same hustle is going on. Like, like for me, I don't charge artists to perform when I put on shows, mm-hmm. right? But when you're saying like going to A3C and going to South by Southwest, it's so many promoters have charged these artists two, three, four, five hundred. It makes sense. It, it makes sense. How does that make sense? To okay, me? that makes sense because one, let's be realistic. South by Southwest been going on since 1989. Hip hop just recently got into this shit since like mixtapes. The mixtape game is popular. Because mm-hmm. in all reality, when you go to A3C and South by Southwest, you see not just hip hop, but you see the underground like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You can bump in the into uh, DJ Smalls just out of the blue. You can bump into Wait, I'm going to have to time out because you said South by Southwest was going on in 89? Yes. Yeah, it wasn't hip-hop. It, like it wasn't like hip-hop. It, it was all rock and roll. Shit. Roll rock yeah. shit. Yeah, it was all rock. So, right, that's not... We don't give a fuck about that shit. No, nah, he was just saying that rap came into it later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Going on. No, 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 <laughs> no, not as big. no, 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 no. <laughs> but like what you're saying and the reason why a promoter would do that is because them venues, they won't up. Okay, well, we got a contract for motherfucking, you just rock this shit for a band for a night, for a couple hours. Now, the person who, who's a promoter or who's running that, who's running that show or for that certain time slot 
is gonna need that little bag for niggas, and then on top he gotta pay this nigga who run the spot. So I bet you, <laughs> for in all reality, let's think about it. The person who runs, okay, Club Five One Two, which is a popular venue on Sixth Street. They want, I can tell you now, they want fifteen hundred right up to rent out the venue. To rent out the venue, okay. But it's certain slots. So what the person is doing who runs that place. He's basically over overgrowing his salary off of, off of South by Southwest. He's Absolutely. getting overly paid because this nigga might want a slot for four hours. This nigga might need a slot for 10. Then this nigga might need a slot for the whole day, for the whole whole time being. So the person, the promoter, he want to get some bread in his pocket. Then he got to go pay the person who rent, who runs the venue, who let him rent it out. And then the artist is basically getting... Throw it out, no, throw it out like a motherfucker. Mm. If you're not on uh, 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 bids, uh, what is that? Uh, not not bids. Um, 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 sound uh, Sonic bids. Sonic, thank you. Sonic bids. You're not getting. If, if South by Southwest didn't pull you from Sonic bid or they want you to come, you're not paying for shit right. to perform. You're right. getting you're getting flew out there. You're See, getting flew that's, out there. A three C is the same thing. That's my thing, and that's why I try to explain the artists. Though it's like, look. If you gotta pay to get on anybody's stage, realize that you're only you're hurting yourself. And it's not a real And it's not show. a real it's not and you performing in front of a bunch of artists who pay to do the same thing, thing. you're doing. Because like but, you said, they're trying to pay for the venue. But but at the end of the day, I'll tell you two things. When it comes to A3C and South by Southwest, one, know a motherfucker who running a venue early so you can pay that cheap ticket and be good to go. Or we're at the last minute and pay that dumbass bag that don't make sense to you, but you in your mind, if you're not an intelligent artist or you don't know what's up, you just basically thinking to yourself, okay, I'm going to be performing in front of millions of people when that's it's not It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. You're going to be there and be pissed off that you performed in front of uh, 100, 100 artists. 100 <laughs> artists, yeah. 100 artists waiting to perform. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's hard to convince me to, to pay to perform. I just, I can't. I've just I've seen it and I, I know it's just no real benefit when you can use that same amount of money and, and do stuff yourself. Right. For me, like, I'm, but I'm, you know. That's well, that's, well, that's what I'm saying about the back to the tour thing. You can do your own shit. Right. Sometimes right, right. you can just hop on niggas ordeals. It just depends on where you want to go. Right. 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 You know right, what I'm saying? Right. If you want to do it the cheap route, shoot, just have a single and try to. Hook up with a a, a, a road one of the road managers to some of these major independent artists who own their little mini tour. Yeah. Scotty ATL currency, like okay, how much you want? All right, cool. I just throw a little bread. All right, bet I'm on a little tour. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting a little something going on. You know what I'm saying? That'll work too, right? And whatnot. Uh, now back to you. What your question was, uh, fam? Uh, the reason why I feel like music is the way it sounds today, it is because of the DJs. In all reality, and I, I know. Some people will say, you know, yeah, to a certain degree, or you no, know, it's the people. No, DJs are playing what people are forced to hear. Mm. Some DJs, me personally, I don't like that shit. Me personally, I like playing a lot of new independent stuff that I know is hot, and I know that will work in the streets. But there are a lot of DJs, and the way everything sounds, because everybody's playing the same shit. There's a lot of following-ass DJs, and there's not a lot of DJs who like to be diversive. Right. Who like to set a trend, or so, et cetera. Mm-hmm. There are some DJs, don't get me wrong, that, you know, that 
okay, I'm 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 gonna fuck with these other records because, and I'm gonna blend them in with what's going on today. Don't get me wrong, there are a lot of DJs that's like that. Me personally, I'm not like that. I just really like breaking records. You can just ask me who that is, and I'll just let you know where they're from and what they got going on. But the reason why hip hop is in the era that it's in, and you got your little pumps and you got your little because you got DJs that's really just rocking with that just to rock with it because somebody put up a bag for somebody put the bag up yeah yeah so you know what I'm saying or if you won these lucky ass artists where you getting love off the SoundCloud that can work too Spotify that can work too can I ask you this being that you a DJ you don't have your own artist like yo this is who I'm working with because he got fire and I'm gonna help this nigga get to where he gotta go Every DJ should have an artist. Yes, I, I agree with that. Um, I do. I do actually have an artist um, and whatnot that I actually work with. Okay. I, I say about three. I say about three that I actually work with. But the thing about that is, are you that DJ that's that's going to be on a, hey, we should collab this and get these niggas on the road? Are you going to be that DJ that's like, hey, I'm about to be on my DJ Khaled shit. I want you on this record. I want to collab you and get some shit going. You know, we We family. Are you going to bust your ass just like this mm. artist is busting his ass right. and you having on every title and every name and every project and whatnot and really going? Think about Ace Hood in all reality. Because uh, I, I, I watched The Breakfast Club. And Ace Hood back in the day, I mean, I know he was signed to We The Best, but that nigga was ill about just everything that happened ever since the uh, new Bugatti record. Because mm. nothing was really moving for him. And he just... It wasn't, it wasn't the real support he got from DJ Khaled. He said them niggas didn't talk for eight months. They got back cool. But still, at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, he showed them love as a DJ. Khaled did his thing with Ace Hood. But the problem was is that there was no communication in the midst of what everything else is going on. Mm. So, so where, Ace Hood, Ace Hood, no, he not does he have a career right now. He, he does can, have he a career. Go out off of them songs. Yeah, he can still go it off of them songs, true. but That's but true. nowadays he he focused on just him. He just want to be independent. Oh, so he don't want to. Basically, he's being stubborn and don't want to go out to perform them songs. Cause no, I'm sure he performs. I'm them sure records. he performs them. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I mean, you gotta give love. Cali gave him the light, so. Now that he's not with Cali, he still has them songs. I think that I he think for um of. I think for Ace Hood, and I don't think he said this, but this is just me reading into it. Him and Cali put on a lot of put in a lot of work and built a solid foundation. Foundation. He did say that in Breakfast Club. Yeah. And it's like Cali, we know Cali is Cali how the Cali that we see now just happened like artist. two to three years right, ago. Right. It's the new Cali. It's the new Cali. And he's not a part of that. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree. I would agree with Ace Hood with all that, right? He should be a part of that, but being that they separated, he still has a career. Now. Right, he definitely still should have a career. Money yeah. Off of that shit and perform them songs and get money. Right. Okay. So, for example, Twenty One Savage, his DJ was hit up uh, was DJ Lil King from Hubridge. But there's been a politic with that. I know the situation, but I don't think it's important to talk about because that's that's brother shit. But uh. That's just one of them things where you can you can collab with an artist and whatnot, and depending on the the, the, the chemistry, well, quotation the chemistry, it'll work or it won't work. DJ Premier Scarface, it worked. It did something. It kept shit going, and it keeps historically hip hop still moving. 
Cause shit, what would hip hop be without a DJ Premier, Scarface, and shit like that? You know? Well, I don't know. Cause if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap shit probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let me say one thing with that: its deeper roots come from the South. Its deeper roots come from the South. At the end of the day, hip hop did start in the Bronx, but when it when it all said done, its deeper roots came from the South. If you, if you asking me, the South made it worse. All right, we're going to have to go ahead and get up. We're going to have to wrap, wrap this conversation yeah, up. Yeah, bro. We, <laughs> no, we, we just, we here talking about it. The, the top niggas in the South. Nah, right bro. Now. Nah, chill, chill. Let, let, let me follow. Okay, okay, go ahead, go <laughs> ahead, go ahead. This is H talking for y'all. Y'all can't see Uncle H is behind the, the camera, but this is H talking right now. Are they really making uh, timeless music? It's... Okay, I gotta say this and then I'll let you uh, reply. I'm about to be a beast on that. No, ass, no, man. it's 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 not known yet. It's not known. No. Come on. No. Uh, what what I'm saying Let's is. Let's go from our opinion from what we're here. We absolutely. The, 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 no, no. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Right. Name an artist who you feel like is is not gonna be timeless. Uh, YFN Lucci. YFN Lucci, Ten right? Years from now. Okay, all right, I get that because okay, no, yeah, but see, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, YFN Lucci's not making trash music. Right, right. I, well, that's what I'm talking. I like his song, but then it can also be because it's played on the radio every day. That's why I like it. It's to me. I there's there's two too. there's two different tiers of artists, and, and shout out to Saha because I got this from him. Oh, you either gonna be you can go with him too, with right? Saha. You can either be a weekend artist. Which is going to be that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Or you're going to be a Monday through Thursday. Right? So, like, what? I'm, I'm, and correct me if I'm wrong, but most of the stuff you're talking about are artists. They're doing these tours. They're going to clubs, right? They're doing club dates, the club weekend, spots. they weekend. weekend but that's when you got the hot record. The DJs work that record. You go to the clubs. and But the thing is, where Saha broke, the way he broke it down was like, when you're in the club, you don't need to be there. These people came to the club. They didn't come to see you. They came to the club to have a good time. Monday through Thursday, you got to sell tickets. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference. So you got to have catalog to sell those tickets. So So, what artists now that's popping now on the radios of Atlanta while we out here that in five, ten years is still going to be popping? In my opinion, opinion, right now, the only one I can think of immediately would probably be um, Uzi. That's probably the only person I could think of I could right go now. With that. I could go with that, but that's uh, yeah, I could go with that. Future, I could go with no, that too. No, future, I, I think future already solidified in my future, opinion. I could go with that too. But he was one of them when we first like. If you look at when future first came out, you probably thought like, oh, this ain't gonna be around long. He proved himself. That's what all I'm saying is all of these artists gotta prove, prove themselves. themselves. You know what I mean? Like they could come out the first time and then it's, it's a dud. It's not all. You know, it's like okay, it's, it's a hot record for the club. But you got to prove yourself. You got to keep proving yourself a- as an artist. Like, no matter, because we, I mean, we can say we want to, but we're in a singles-driven market now. It'll never be about albums again. That's over with. It's over with. We're a singles-driven market. That's what we are. Wait, wait. Let's see. Uh, when we talking, when every artist wants to be the best, right? So for I don't me, believe that anymore, Her not, not no more. That's not that's not true anymore. That's what I'm saying. We're in a single driven market. You ask some of these young heads, they don't care about being the best. They care about getting the bag. The bag. That's what's fucking. Wait, wait hold on. Uh, so we don't consider consider Kendrick and them new no more. They out there, Luke. Kendrick, how I many? Because they on some. I want to be the best. We we could say here, all, Kendrick Cole. We get it. That's that that those two are our hope, if you want to say. 
But there are anomalies if you look at everybody else that's popping. All right, so about your deal with you saying the South is really just fucked up hip hop. No, no, I didn't say that. I'm just saying because they're the dominant. They, they was who's number one right now, right? So I'd be like, yo, they don't. They not pushing like they not pushing the best of the South. As in, why Saha ain't on the radio every day? Like how I hear the Uzi Verts and all these yadis and all of them. Okay, so. Saha, uh, who has bars and talking about shit. Big why Crit. Big, mm-hmm. right, big Crit. Why but it's always been like that, though. Radio. Okay, so. Alright, so. Why? Don't they have dope music? They got dope, dope. They got dope, dope music. Those artists you just some. said, huh? they probably I better got than. I know you do. They better than what we're hearing now. Okay, but we, but he, like he said, we are living in a single domination generation. We just, we just do, and with, we just do, and I, I think that shit started with the little soldier boy and the franchise boy niggas. But at the end of the day, that's what people want to fucking hear because why? Because people are false. so. We're force fed that. What do you mean? That's what we want to hear. I just want to hear good music. I don't give a fuck. I know you want to hear good that's music, but hear. at the, hey, but at the end of the day, that's just one of the things where the underground is at, and the mixtapes is at. But at the end of the day, even though that's dominant to the South, because, hey, in all reality, yeah, mixtapes was good in East Coast, but if it wasn't for that Florida bounce and all that shit, and, that, and the real mixtapes in the trap, this shit wouldn't be the way it is. But in all reality, like I'm saying, it is, it is a single ordeal, but when you go to the underground, this is what this shit is made for, and still niggas still get a bag, and that's regionally, the West Coast, East Coast, Midwest, down South. You really hear the, the, the sounds of who we are. You know what pisses me off with you East Coast niggas? <laughs> no, be out. This is what I hate. Wait, wait. Atlanta's on the East Coast, so what are we talking about? We DMV all the way to all the way to Maine. D, DMV, DMV all the way to Maine. Okay. You know what pisses me off about y'all niggas? Let me know. Is how a mar- you guys is blank is looked at as one market, but you don't pay attention to the rest of them. Philly, DMV. And etc. When I think of the East, I can only as a, as a nigga who's not in tune with it, with hip hop like that. They only can say fucking New York, and that bothers me because when I come to the Midwest and the South, dog, I can name about at least eight to nine fucking oh, markets that are hip hop. Because if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap shit probably would. But why? But I, I hear you. But why? Do you, but why are you only looking at? Why are you looking at just New York? Because that's where it's from. But okay, but hip hop in the okay, but hip hop in the South. I gotta look at Florida. I, I gotta look I at Atlanta. It. I gotta look at Houston. I agree. But but this is the thing. I can also look at Memphis. I can also look at Virginia. I, I can look you. at motherfucking I'm with you. Chicago. And, 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 every person, every state you're saying, there's artists in those states that I fuck with, but they're not out there. But like why ain't y'all niggas in the East like that? But why ain't y'all? They are. They are. I mean, but 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 but, 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 but this is the thing. East Coast, New York is so. So big, John is so big headed in quotation big headed that y'all don't look. Y'all don't. That's why. I I feel you, but why can't the tri state get that respect? Why can't Connecticut get it? Why can't Del- Delaware? Why can't Philly? The corporate world comes in. DMV. That, that, y'all niggas got a sound, but but y'all niggas got a sound. But you telling me out of the in the Midwest South, I got thirty five fucking markets here that literally have a fucking sound and sound so fucking different out the. Atlanta don't sound like fucking Valdosta. Let, let, let me say this before, before, because I know Jimmy got something to say, right? Okay. All right, so the last New York record to go number one, Cardi B. See, 
That's no. sad. Come on. That's fucking but, sad. But what I'm saying That's is. That's fucking sad. That's fucking sad. Come on, man. New York, if you really want to keep it above New York, the last couple y'all have had the last couple of um, I can't say that. Jay Z is number one. What are y'all talking? I hear what you said, but we talking about the politics of this shit. Right, right. Go ahead. Jay. We are talking about the politics of this shit, but it, it just bothers me with that shit, bro. Why y'all niggas gotta just look at New York? The whole East Coast need love with this shit. Down south, we got we what look. Are you talking about if it was like that, then you wouldn't know about the push of teas from Virginia. Wale's from DC. Uh, we could go down the list. There's artists that's on that's from those areas. So what you talking about? I no, I, I hear you, but it should be bigger than that. Oh, no, that it, it should be bigger than that. Calling. DC should be bigger than that. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not from there. Philly should be bigger than that. Philly. Is oh, okay. So okay. Philly so say so say hypothetically in the South, Atlanta should just be big. Memphis and Miami. Nah, nah. Houston shouldn't be big. You should be answering those questions because you the DJ. I what you're saying, <laughs> but I'm just politicking with you. I'm saying yeah, I'm, I'm So Jimmy. So New York so New York hip hypothetically in the East should only be big enough and the rest of those other little markets, hey, it is what it is. No, 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 it's not like that. We all about the beats and the rhymes. Explain what's going on. If you not dope with the beats and the rhymes, I'm not really trying to rock with you like that. Briefly, just explain because right, they, they so cool. watching, but right. they don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. yeah, right, right. All right. So for people just tuning in, right? <laughs> I know we said we, we started talking about um, albums that are um, you know have to be timeless to be considered a classic or whatever. But we um, we currently went to a conversation where we're talking about DJing and how that that works, and now we we went into a conversation about New York and the South and like how the hip hop. Yeah. Um, how hip hop styles, like just, we went all over the place. We went all over the place, but and all I was gonna say was because I heard one of you said, uh, you said it always been like that when you was talking about uh, why don't we hear a side high more than yeah? It's always been like that because right. we we could also argue when y'all did have the torch. Why wasn't it more common versus it's all about the Benjamins, baby? Yo, what's crazy is it's all about. The corporate dollar. That's all I did. Because yeah. when I was doing music with my niggas, and we used to, I used to love going to different states. That's how I knew about Master P. And then when we came to different states, I'm like, oh, what's the, I go in a club and people bugging. I said, who is this? So now when I come back home, this is what I'm letting them know. Like, right, right, right. right. What's now it's fucked up to because it's one sound. Everybody's playing the same thing. Everybody so sound the same. Counter, counter, sorta, counter, sorta. But wait, back to counter what he said. That's what the underground is for. P, you know, probably wouldn't even know. Obviously, they weren't on that scale at the time. Right, right, right. Because you didn't know about it until you came down here or wherever. This is another thing. A three C was what it was. That that's what's going on now. In my time, it was how can I be down. That's when I saw Master P, mm-hmm. physically, as in before I even heard the music. It was a felt some festival uh, situation. Conference, they used to call it conference. Yeah. How can I be down? Which is ill because the nigga who's on, uh, what's this reality show Atlanta? Is the nigga who started it? How can I be down? Hip hop. Uh, Loving hip hop. Real housewives. 
dropped of Atlanta. Mm. The nigga who's on there, he ain't on it no more. But oh, he started, yeah. oh, he started that shit, and I remember that shit. And I, when I when he said that, I remembered him like, oh shit, that's where I know this nigga from. But anyway, it was a just say the the, the what, what's the bus call here? The Martyr bus. Martyr, yeah. Say a Martyr bus come pull up in front of the hotel, and nothing but niggas with camouflage come out. And I'm like, who the, who the fuck is this shit? Right. Nothing. I didn't hear no music. It just saw that. <laughs> then when we go to the next stage, the nigga who was our, our a label rep who was showing us everywhere, he goes to the record store, buys a CD. We just in the car. He's the driver. We in the car. He puts in the CD, and this is the masterpiece shit. And I'm hearing it for the first time. So it's like, oh shit, okay. Then now we go to the club. And then you see, see the it. Reaction. You see like, the reaction. Oh my god! But you know, we still feel it because it's, it's beat. The bass is crazy. And then, right, we take it back to New York. But the shit. thing is, that's still happening. It's still happening. Like, what well, we got to the, the thing that we can't forget about is that it's always been mainstream versus underground. It's always been that. So back then, what was jumping? What was on the radio? What you call it probably wouldn't get how much play was um P was never on the No 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 I'm talking about we talking specifically about New York right now. So back in ninety five you had Puff run he ran the radio. But we so, still had the Nas and everybody all under still was on radio because it, it but still was they were on the radio corporate. listen though, listen though, they were on the radio regionally. Right, right. They weren't playing right. down here. So in Atlanta, you listen to Atlanta, you got all the stuff that's popping, but the regional stuff that you got down here is like the little babies. Mm-hmm. That's on the radio. That it ain't it ain't bu- you know it ain't bubble yet, but like all of that stuff that we hear, like most of the time when records jump and everybody else start hearing, we like, oh man, we've been listening to that for a while. You right. know what I'm saying? So the same thing is happening. But the only difference is, no matter where you're from, everybody sound like they from Atlanta. Mm. That's the difference. The South mm. just and, took and, over okay, the South. And, I, and this is what I would say with that. It will be an issue with you guys in New York, and the reason why is because you guys are not big on mixtape DJs. You're not big on you on breaking tell records. Us that and we we started what a what a mixtape is now is not really a mixtape. No, no, it's okay, not. Okay, 100, I agree. So what you but, mean? Like we this we started all that. Okay, so how, I, I hear what you're saying, but but y'all don't have no y'all don't have no DJ drama like that up in New York. I mean, yeah, you I got mean, a case like. I mean, well, bust you, it, bust it, hold up. I, I haven't been there for a while, so. Maybe not, cause really the mixtape shit ain't. Pop. Who's getting CDs and all that? I hear you, but 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 still, well, who's doing? But all still, that? I would expect there to be a street DJ oh, right. oh, yeah, who got the street DJ, but they're not on the radio. But even on 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 or off, because I can name a bang load of DJs like DJ Champ, Gucci Mane's DJ. You, that in, nigga. The, you in the DJ world? Let's add a current person who just is regular. They gonna know who's on the radio. Or whoever they go see at the club, they not gonna know the fucking regular DJ who's really doing all this shit. Right, but at the end of the day, people still gonna be in tune when they when they pushing that record or when they pushing that song or really being supportive of that. Hey, yo, go fuck with him. He got New York. Go go rock with him. He got New York. So you telling me down south and Midwest got that shit to a core, but y'all can't do it in New York? I have a problem with that, Why? especially because the way y'all sound, the way y'all sound, the way y'all sound. Wants it to sound like that because okay, to cool. me the South is dubbed down music. They not really talking about nothing, as into how what we was talking about. They say, "Yo, we can't have all that shit." But y'all had some trash too, though. Of course, of course. And that's what yeah, I'm but, saying. That's the but, part. But here's I'm talking the thing, about. though. Back in the day, I knew what sounded like Harlem. I knew what sounded like Brooklyn. 
I knew it sounded like the Bronx. Right. But right. I can definitely tell down south, oh, that nigga's from Memphis. Right. That nigga's from Houston. Oh, that nigga from Louisiana. Okay. You see what but I'm saying? Everything on the radio is the south. So now if a rapper's in New York City, But it but it shouldn't be it should not be with it should not to be sound like the south so he can get on the radio. Whose fault is that though? It's the East Coast DJs. No, Bottom hand. No. DJ period. I don't even I don't it, even it, think that. I want to I want to tell say this. Who fault is it that you are at the end of the day they just want to get on, right? No, they want to get if they hear a certain bounce and flow on the radio. But listen to what I'm saying. They want to get on the radio. Right. That's it. They just want to get on, so they're gonna do whatever it takes to get on. But let but let's be honest. Make that type of music. Okay, but let's be honest. In all reality, a city gonna be their city. If city gonna be their city, like for example, Kansas City niggas. West Coast niggas and Midwest niggas combined, like country riding on tip, riding high on motherfucking shit and got gold in their mouth. Like who the fuck does that? Kansas City niggas, okay. niggas in Atlanta do their own thing. Dude, niggas here and there. You say Kansas City, I can be like, all right, you saying that's in Kansas City. So in my eyes, from hearing this, no disrespect to Kansas City, but that means niggas ain't nice enough in Kansas City to to be heard other places. On some music shit, they not nice enough with the songs. Or so New York songs. ain't nice enough we because y'all blending everywhere. in with us. New York everywhere. You can't. We, we you can't use New York as an example. We I can because y'all don't sound like New York anymore, right. and that shit bothers me. Right. Only thing that I say. Too. Only thing I can it say that bothers me too. It bothers me. Hey, only thing I can hey, say. Hey, that's hey, hey, like hold on. I'm gonna have to cut this conversation short. It's nine o'clock. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, we gonna have to. We gonna have to. This yeah, gonna have to be a um a part two. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be a part two, y'all. Hey, it, it it feels good. Hey, you know, but somebody gotta step in. I'm going to step in. Great. Because we go. Yeah, great combo. But we'll be here all night. So look, before we leave though, tell the people how can they connect with you. They want to finish this Not conversation and have this dialogue. Never answered the direct question that we even. We'll talk off camera on it. We'll talk off camera. <laughs> we'll talk off camera. <laughs> we'll talk off camera. So yeah, tell the people how can they connect with you if they want to have this conversation with you offline. Like, what's the best way to let them connect? All right, man. So you can get at me currently at this time. I did not change uh, my DJ uh, name on the sites, but name is officially DJ Dukin. But you can follow me at DJ OK, like the state initial OK General. Hit me up at DJ OK General. Get in tune with me, man. Um, and you know what time it is. We we out here, man. That's the Twitter, the Instagram, and go download my new project, Country Cousins Four. I got a lot of independent artists that's really hot in the Midwest and South that you should know, that you might know, and you might fuck with in the future. But in other case, that's it. Word. Good hands show, man. We out here every Monday, 7 p.m. on LiveHipHopDaily.tv. Follow us everywhere. We got it to the streets. We out of champions. Take off. Live Hip Hop Daily. DJ Hadouket. <laughs> That's a drop. Mark that. Mark that. We out, man. See y'all next week. Yeah. The Good Energy Show. Yeah, yeah. We're going to stay up at H.A. Hill so y'all, like, we still doing stuff in the background. The mic's actually on right now. <laughs> We're waiting on H to actually pray. Hey, man. Stop on it. But this was good. Was that was, that was great, that great was conversation. Yeah, that was a great conversation. You can cut it too, H. You, um, you study. I know that by watching Instagram, though. All right, cool. So that was the conversation, man, with DJ Hadouken, uh, aka DJ OK the General, and um, Westside Jimmy and myself, man. Great convo. I think you guys will learn from that. Hopefully, you uh, enjoyed that. Once again, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, great. That means you listen for a whole hour and you're still tuning in. Thank you. Um, if you want to be supportive, we can ask you to do a couple of things. First, 
subscribe on iTunes, rate and review the podcast. And if you're not listening on iTunes, that's fine. Uh, Google Play, you can rate and review. If you're listening on Stitcher, Acast, all of those places, you can still do the same thing, rate and review the podcast. Uh, you'll be a great help uh, to us. Also, uh, don't forget our sponsor for today's episode's Legal Equalizer app. Um, have you had an encounter with the police, immigration at your door? Are you in an emergency situation? You can download Legal Equalizer app right now. So it's very simple. It's a free app. Uh, you can download it at Google Play Store, your Apple App Store. Uh, it's very simple. You can notify all of your family members. Notify anybody you want to immediately if you're being stopped by the police, having any kind of encounter uh, with the police. And you can also alert an attorney in real time, which is super dope. So it's almost everybody gets an understanding of what's going on your whole situation you can actually record your interaction with the police which i think is very helpful in today's climate where we need our own protection as well and you know something is what's real cool too in the app you also have state by state a list of your laws and your rights so now you know exactly what's going on you don't have to think about it if you have a gun and um you have your license, open carry or concealed license. Hey, you'll know now from state to state how those laws are. Um, if you're somebody that you just don't know anything about immigration laws in certain states, all of that information is right there in one app. Very helpful information for you. So go to uh, to your Google Play Store if you're on an Android device or if you have an Apple um, iPhone, uh, go to the Apple App Store and download legal equalizer app uh today is it, very helpful i have it on my phone just in case um and you know what the good thing is hopefully you don't have to use it that's my hope for you that you don't have to use it but you should download it and if you want to be a supporter of the straight out the damn podcast we'll greatly appreciate it if you download it as well so hey that's it for this week thank you guys for listening as always you know if you have a dream pray on that dream research that dream and work until that dream becomes a reality i'm last name good at the straight out the damn podcast see you guys next week the Straight Out the Damn podcast is powered by the Indie Creative Network.